Well, hi there, and welcome to the Jack Church Show. I'm Jack Church. This is a show about life and the many ups and downs we all face daily. In particular, I focus on the issue of loss. Now, that can be everything from, in my case, the loss of my beautiful wife, or for you, it may have been the loss of a parent, a grandparent, child, spouse, pet, job, you name it. Loss is something we're all guaranteed to experience. But how we face it will help determine our future. For me, I write a daily love letter to my bride of over 30 years, Pam. And I share those letters with you in hopes they provide some comfort, knowing you're not alone on this journey. And in time, we can and will continue moving forward. Here's today's letter. Well, hello there, everyone. And of course, a special hello to my sweetheart, Pam, whom I always hope is listening in on us. I've had a lot going on the last few days. I hope that maybe you who listen to this program have had some good days as well. But I know we continue to have our ups and downs. But as I always try and emphasize, let's try not and stay in those down periods too long. They're necessary to get through the grieving process, mind you, but we just don't want to get stuck there. And I had a few of those moments this week, but I also had a lot of good moments over the last few days. And what I wanted to talk about today was the fact that I was honored to be part of a radio talk show in California with a friend of mine. His name's Dave Congleton, and it's on a radio station called KVEC. It's in San Luis Obispo. No, we're not talking Los Angeles or San Francisco, but this is one of those legacy radio stations that's been around for years and years. And Dave has had his program for over 25 years and has a pretty wide range of listeners out there that listen to the program. And I say I was honored to be on the program because Dave has followed my grief journey, as we've called it, for the last couple of years and uh, through some of my online journaling, the podcast and the videos on the YouTube channel and such. And so Dave reached out to me and he said, hey, would you consider being on my program? He says, I'm thinking we need to talk about this. And I said, Dave, I would love to do that. And as we talked a little bit more, we began to get into the issue of how grief and loss, no matter what the loss is, is one of those things that a lot of people are just very, very uncomfortable to talk about. But it's something we need to talk about. And those of you that have experienced loss, you know firsthand that it helps to talk about it. And it also helps to talk about the one that we've lost. How many of you love to talk about, say, your husband, your wife, your child, your best friend, your parent? You love to tell stories about the good times you had, don't you? Yes, we do. And I've talked about this in previous programs, how oftentimes when we lose somebody, our friends and relatives, they tend to want to tiptoe around it or avoid the subject, go, oh, don't bring him or her up. You know, they've gone on to heaven. Well, no, that's not what we want. We want to talk about them. They're still in the room with us in a sense, right? You know what I'm talking about. So again, it was a really great opportunity to talk about various things involving loss. And, And Dave and I talked about how, if you think about it, on radio, television, things like that, we have programs about sports, we have programs about finance, politics, religion, relationships, all those different things, but we rarely hear programs dedicated to just loss. They just don't exist, and it's really 
a shame because loss is the one thing we're all going to experience. And I talk about that, you know, in the show open. And so that's why we have this little podcast here. But I wanted to talk to you about a couple of the questions that I received on the program. And I think it's things that maybe you've thought about and maybe you want to talk about. And one of them was from a woman. She lived, I believe, somewhere in the California desert uh, near I think she said Yuba City. No, not Yuba City, but, well, that doesn't really matter. But anyway, she called in, and she had recently lost her husband. And she says, I have everybody, it seems, trying to tell me what I need to do, what I need to say, and what my next move should be. And she asked me, she says, what are your thoughts on that? Well, my answer may surprise you, but it's what I've learned. And I told her, I said, you've got to tune them out. You just have to tune them out. because." They're not in, as my wife used to say, until you've walked in my shoes, you don't know what I'm going through. And I told this woman, I said, just tune them out. Take some time to be quiet, to think amongst yourself there about what your next moves are going to be. And don't get in any hurry. Oftentimes when we lose someone, or even say when you lose a job, how many times have you heard about people who lost a job and then immediately two weeks later they jump into another job and it was the wrong fit? Yours truly has done that. And it's because we need to take time. We need to have a grieving process no matter what the loss is. And the loss of, say, your husband, your wife, your child, your parents, somebody like that, you've just got to take time. Now, I might focus a little bit more, though, on the loss of a spouse. And in this case, I believe she had lost her husband. And oftentimes, people do want to tell us, well, here's what I would do. Well, no, you don't know what you would do. You've not been through that stage of loss yet. Now, I will tell you something that I did do. Within three days after I lost my beautiful bride, I contacted three different people who I knew that had also lost spouses And I talked with them about the grieving process and what to expect, how would I move forward, things like that. All the answers were a little bit different, but all the answers were extremely beneficial because all of these people had been there, done that, and they were still doing it. So that's what I would always tell you. And I think that's why a lot of you listen to this program, because we've been there, done that. And we're following one another's walks through this grieving process. So don't get in a big hurry. And don't let other people tell you what to do. When it's right, you will know it. I've got a dear friend who lives a few hours from me right now. Has a big home. It's a big older home that her and her husband enjoyed. And like a lot of us on this program, lost her husband far, far too soon in life still working age, still young, and the house has become at times a bit of a burden, but it's also a place of comfort because this is where they shared their lives together. And I have gently suggested that when the time is right, maybe you'll get a condominium or maybe you'll get a zero lot line house. But I said, until you are truly ready, don't do it just because I or somebody else suggest it. And she's a really smart lady, and she says she's not, and she's not ready. And it may be five years, it may be five days, it may be ten years from now before she does anything, or maybe she'll never do anything, and she'll just stay in that house and grow and become even more comfortable there. 
The point being, it's going to be her decision. I remember our good friend Lola, who I've mentioned before, who's still alive to this day, 95 years old, and she'd been married 40 years, lost Keith at a fairly young age. He was um, only in his 60s, I believe, and she had a big, beautiful home, and everyone told her different ideas, things like that. Well, Lola's a strong woman, and she waited about six months, and then she sold that big home, and she moved into a beautiful condominium, and she reinvented herself. And Lola, I mean, is amazing to this day. Now, that's how she handled her grieving process, but mind you, she's told me she had many of those dark moments just like the rest of us. Those of us on the outside, we may look and go, oh, she seems just fine. And for the most part, yes, she is doing much better. She's doing really well, and it's been many years now, but she had those dark times. And the fact that maybe she sold her house a little sooner than some might have expected, or maybe not as soon as some might have expected, didn't really matter to Lola because it was her decision, and she made it on her terms. And that's what you have to remember. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. I don't know, am I, am I talking too much about this? Have I made myself clear, though? Because it's really, really important. Don't let your kids tell you what to do either. Don't let your brother-in-law, your sister, your boss, anyone tell you what to do. This has to be your decision. You've experienced the greatest loss you could have ever imagined. And you now need to go through that grieving process and figure out what the next moves are going to be. Now, the other question that I had that was a really good one that came up was a gentleman that called me. And we've talked about this before. Who said he wakes up every morning and he's just, you know, just depressed. He lost his wife. He's just down. He doesn't know what to do next. He says, it takes me four or five hours to get out of bed. Now, I did offer him some advice. I said, you got to stop that. You can't do that anymore. That's just not good. I said, I was tempted that way as well. I can remember in the beginning stages after I lost Pam, in the morning I would lay there in bed, I would thrash about, I was anxious, I was unhappy, I was sad, but I quickly learned the best thing to do is get out of the bed. You got to get out of the bed. You got to take a shower. You got to get yourself ready for the day. Trust me, it will make all the difference in the world. And then you got to get out of the house, even if the weather is bad. And I've had many of those days, too. Still get out of the house. Get in the car. Take a drive. Do something. Now, I don't know. It has something to do with the endorphins and things like that. But trust me, you don't want to lay in the bed four or five hours. And I was so happy. He said, you know what? He says, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. Because what it does it just makes you more anxious and your mind just goes around in circles and you're just, you know, you go into some negative spaces that you don't need to be. So get up out of that bed. Make the bed too. Keep the house clean. Keep things organized. You know, oftentimes in the movies, they'll depict how widows and widowers after they lose a loved one, that then the kitchen becomes piled up with dishes and the, there's papers piled in the living room. The bed's not made. The laundry's not done. Well, just think about this. 
you let your house go and you're looking around, well, it's kind of depressing looking. Well, that just adds a layer of depression on top of your loss. So don't do that. I mean, I, you know, I've got into some routines. Every Saturday morning is when I clean the house, clean the bathrooms. I do the laundry. I change the sheets. And throughout the week, you know, I cook my meals. I clean. I know people talk about cooking for one can be difficult. Well, you know, yeah. But you create, you, you come up with some nice creative uh, dishes and things like that. And sometimes it may make two or three meals. But do all these things. It just helps. I don't, I don't really, I'm, I'm no expert here. All I'm telling you is it's worked for me and I think it will work for you. I probably should plug, you know, if you go to our YouTube channel, it's called Traveling with Jack and Pam. I actually have a, a playlist on cooking demonstrations. And you can go there, and I've got different ideas on different dishes to cook. And they're dishes I've created just for myself, so maybe check that out. The point being, yes, you've lost the love of your life. But don't give up on life. Your loved one doesn't want you to do that. It's kind of like, I, I love that speech that Jim Valvano, the, the North Carolina State basketball coach, in his final days on this earth, he was he was about to be taken from us with cancer. And those of you that aren't sports fans will have no clue what I'm talking about. But on ESPN, they still run clips of his speech with those famous lines where he says, don't ever give up, don't ever give up. And that's what I'm telling you. And I'm having to tell myself that lots of days, too. Oh, yeah, there's days I want to throw in the towel, but no, we can't do it. Don't give up. We're still here. We've still got purpose. And hey, I'm still doing a podcast. And some of you are still listening. And I so very, very much appreciate that. Don't know if I've helped you any today, but I certainly hope so. You can always drop us a note or you can leave us a voice message that we'll use on the air talking about your experience as well. Of course, we'll close this out like I always do. You know, Pam, I do pray that you're listening and watching. I will miss you forever and always, but I will also love you forever. Jack. Thanks again for joining us, and I certainly hope you enjoyed today's program. My prayer is that you found some comfort and hope in the future. If so, please share this program with others that may benefit and ask them to subscribe. You can also send us a note or comments to the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. That's the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow. Bye now.